Good day, good day. Jesse McTougall here with Ocean A Homes. Today's November 6th. And we've got an interesting uh, episode today. Teaching today will be on, I'm going to talk about primary teaching is going to be a godly woman, godly women. But I'm going to open up with uh, some wisdom on vengeance. We're going to cover some global issues here. Yeah, come on in, guys. Sit down. We're gonna get going here right away. Just wanna let everyone know I went through these notes. I edited them once, but then for some reason I lost the file in Google Docs. And so the notes I'm gonna be reading here, I haven't edited them though, so there might be some mistakes as we go. But so in terms of vengeance, so open up with a vengeance, okay? And I'm learning some valuable lessons with God. So if you're frustrated and you're going to blow a gasket like I did on my roommate last month, ask someone to coffee to talk because blowing up is not going to help anyone or anything. It's just not. When you blow up on people or just whatever, your emotions get the best of you, you push Holy Spirit away from you. You push yourself away from God. Just how it works, just understand that universal mechanic of God. Blowing up will make a scoffer react out of fear of the Lord and the fool will weaponize police against you and you'll go through due process. So what I mean with that is, say if you unload and blow up, lose your cool on a, a weak, insecure person and you're a confident, bold Christian, because of the person's own demons in their own mind, you're dealing with a scoffer, okay? Their own dis... They confuse themselves and they scare themselves into making, uh, taking an action out of anger and the fear of the... which is in their own spirit and their own lack of growth and development. And it's just a bunch of... You'll go through due process and at best, due process is a nuisance... But there's so much to learn when you do go through due process. So there's so much suffering in the world trapped by political beliefs of others. And most of the pain in the world is in the mind. It's not physical pain. And so in any situation, it always comes back to, what are you going to do about it? That's why I'm involved in politics in Canada for two years now. And I find it such a valuable experience. complainers man religions are religions of peace peace is a blessing peace is better than war 1,000 years of peace peace across the land peace and prophets peace and prophets peace across the land praise the Lord peace and justice is radical and you can't help but notice commitment to peace justice is required to keep the pathways of peace do not repay anyone evil for evil. Life, live peacefully with all. Leave room for the wrath of God. The horror of war is the knowledge of knowing someone who is involved in the killing and had a hand in the deaths of others. Avoiding Remembrance Day is avoiding the truth that evil exists. 
Love your neighbor as yourself if it's possible to live peacefully with all. Never avenge yourself, but leave room for the wrath of God. Sometimes it's not possible for th three most important words are, I don't know. Never avenge yourselves. Avoid meeting violence with violence and do not respond with vengeance. Vengeance or scapegoating. Cycles of vengeance does not bring the kingdom of God. Killing the innocent does not bring God's world. You've killed me, yet I live to bring you peace. Live peacefully, loving your neighbor yourself. Do not engage in violence. Do not act in vengeance. Do not repay evil with evil. Don't operate a vengeance because God will do the vengeance. People will send money to most effective aid services available. God sends money. I'm speaking from first-hand knowledge. Kingdom of peace is where guns are silent and no one is turned away. If Judas was at the first table of communion, there is room at the table of Christ for you and I. Here I want to pray. I want to publicly pray for the Lord's forgiveness and Lord's mercy, but also at the same time publicly thank Him for the training. My Lord, my God, my Dad, please forgive me of responding in wrath and vengeance against Joseph Roach. I'm sorry, my Lord, and I wish there to be peace between us. You are the Most High, my Lord, so powerful, so omnipotent. Thank you for your teachings each week as I grow and improve and get closer to you. All I desire is to hold Jesus' hand and never let go. I love you, God. I love you so, Yosef Rauch. Come, Holy Spirit, pour out your peace. And here's a quick bonus tip. So this is uh, your spiritual defense. You're just your life defense. And this is a powerful phrase. Okay, and this is for your defense. This is to defuse... Um, diffuse situations. That is non-Mormon of you. You can use the term that is non-Mormon of you. You know, apply Mormon consciousness. Boom. That'll actually get you out of quite a bit of things. So that's a quite defensive bonus tip I wanted to show you guys. So I'm going to recognize situation. You're like, hmm, that's non-Mormon of you. So I'd be like to be around more Mormons. Okay. Uh, I like the orderliness. Okay, so let's move on to godly woman, okay? Now, to invoke the vengeance of God, like, what is the vengeance of God? To invoke the energy in, of the vengeance of God is to sing and dance. And that's why Christianity is so cool. Godly woman, let's go. Let the husband render onto the wife and the wife onto the husband. Treat the husband well. Most relationships are toxic from the pressure of the world. Be kind to one another. A godly woman is tender in heart by nature. If you can tell a partner will not treat you well, run. If you see red flags, run, because the pattern of their behavior is not treating one another well. There must be genuine tender-heartedness. Heathen toxic relationships fight with one another. How will you be happy if you are fighting all the time? Pay attention to tender-heartedness. She treats the man with love and kindness and submissiveness as the man is the head of the household and she understands that and loves submission. Tenderheartedness. Ungodly women will often be selfish and unkind because it's all about them. If you, you get entangled by a Jezebel, you'll be hoaxed. They do not have the ability or nature to put your you first or cater to your needs. And the relationship will all be all about them and 0% of you. 
I almost died from the toxicity of Jezebel. People must treat you kind and courteous. Jezebel will never be submissive. Jezebel is an eternal oppressor, and I'm speaking from first-hand experience. And if you'd like to get a paid product on a teaching I did for Jezebel, send me an email at support at oceanahomes.org, and we'll send you a copy there. Just email me 80 bucks, and I'll give you the teaching. If the marriage does not have genuine care, it will become a stillborn dream and will not be a fun marriage. God relationships are caring to you, caring to their partner. The person you choose must be kind and courteous. She must love church, the word of God, and hardworking. She takes care of the home and is very caring. They must have this nature. They are not kind. It's their nature. They do not carry Jezebel and hide and they do not carry Jezebel. They carry Holy Spirit. They are always kind and caring because they embody Holy Spirit. That is their spirit. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is flowing through them at all times. Jezebel is 30% kind, 70% hell. This is how Jezebel traps you. 30% is not enough. Jesus was appointed by doing goodness because it flows through us and this becomes a magnet for others. She opens out she opens her mouth with wisdom and her tongue is the law of kindness and the barbarians show us no kindness god is good all the time a godly woman is good all the time a godly woman should show bowels of mercy and kindness analyze the godly virtues in the courting partner if she lacks enduring kindness all the time you will pay a price because of the lack of empathy and i'm speaking from first-hand experience and there's nothing for men to survive. These ungodly women want you to commit suicide and they get off on it because they're sick. A godly woman is forgiving in nature. She will have a forgiving nature. Whatever measure you show, mercy. Mercy will be given on to you. A godly woman is a fast forgiver. They are strong, bold, and confident. They don't let heathen trample them but are fast to forgive. Jezebel will never forgive you. They will pretend they forgive you, but they hold on to grudges, whereas a godly woman is forgiving. Ungodly women hold grudges against you for life. They, their offenses are in their imagination. They pick to cause you pain. But a godly woman who sides, who sees her faults, who sees faults as irrelevant because they value the bond of peace it's a red flag when a woman doesn't forgive you ungodly women do not forgive and are easily offended an ungodly woman will project blame onto everyone else when a godly woman errors they have the ability to take accountability take a step back and do a prayer of mercy whereas an ungodly woman are not accountable if you choose a woman who projects blame she will destroy you i am speaking from first-hand experience this is the absolute truth so let me say it one more time if you choose a woman who projects blame she will utterly destroy you in society is designed to kill you and you will be abandoned and left alone left with nothing godly woman has accountability ability a godly woman has the ability to ask god for forgiveness one flag of an ungodly woman is they don't take accountability and project blame onto others. The woman you choo chose, if she tries to cover her sin before God, you have a huge probs bob. Probs bob means problem. Ungodly ties to hide their sin. A godly woman has the ability to forgive God. Some Christians are resentful towards God and they start pouting. 
to God, like he's a genie or something, like he's going to reward you for pouting. The forgiveness of a godly woman is multidimensional. They even have the power to forgive God when things don't manifest in their mind like they see. If you forgive me their trespasses, you will be forgiven. A godly woman carries this great. A woman who doesn't have this will be malice and vexation. A person who forgives gets forgiveness. Handle issues with grace and because he didn't act in a, an ungodly manner and moved past it. An ungodly woman is strongly focused on establishing a strong relationship with God. They don't have the same time or energy to focus on little offenses. Their mind is they have to get closer to God. They don't have time to focus on nonsense and minor offenses. They have the ability to not sweat the small stuff. If you're not pursuing God, they, they sweat the small stuff. Who has time for all that? Your life is a vapor. You don't have time to become entangled in nonsense. The level of investment you invest in God, he becomes closer to you. Holy Spirit enters those who invest in him. The more Holy Spirit inside of you, the more valuable you become. With every light there is darkness, with every god there is Satan. Jezebel is a spirit that enters so many women and men. Jezebel is on a mission from hell to destroy you. If you fall for Jezebel, if you see a woman of these characteristics, block and run. Satan sends Jezebel, it leads to an unhappy life and death. We are not ignorant of Satan's devices. We are expected to understand the mechanics of Satan. One of the greatest plagues against man is the spirit of Jezebel. If you are not careful, you will be sleeping with the enemy. A Jezebel is a demonic spirit that enters a host and controls their mind and act to cause chaos in the future of God. Their attacks are on those with high destinies of God. The, op the opposite is you are men mentally... You're meant to be a prophet of God. Jezebel goes after future prophets years and years before to even come to manifestation. Jezebel goes after those with radical destinies. You must love a man of truth. You need a man of truth. Jezebel goes after future prophets. Jezebel's plan is to cut the plan of God out of your life. Be sure your partner is a godly partner or and not a partner of, oh, you're pretty, I like you. Jezebel uses her appearance against you. Jezebel's life is obsessed with appearance. Be wise as serpents, but gentle as doves. If you entangle with a Jezebel, you have future call of God on your life. You are a future minister of the impact. The greater the call of God on your life, the greater the force of the spirit. If it's a high call, he sends a higher call of Jezebel with severe diabolical anointing. Based on the call, the level of the persecution is your rewards. And I'm speaking from first-hand experience, dude. I've experienced the worst of the worst of Jezebel. I know Jezebel like the back of my hand. Easily de detected, easily detained and protected, but you gotta know this stuff. This is deep wisdom here. Satan has strategy and orderliness. The partner you choose is important, and if you choose one with Jezebel, you will regret it. You need to be careful and wise, and if you get entangled, you need to become disentangled. Satan is triggered by my level of understanding of Jezebel. 
Satan doesn't want you to know this teaching. This teaching is for Christians who are not scared of truth and want to be impactful. Jezebel is about 80% in the host of a woman. A woman is designed to work in the ministry. If you are entangled with a Jezebel, this is not a psychological disorder. The person is under a mission from hell. The good news is this. Once you escape, you realize this was a very good thing because you are designed for greatness. Madness of Jezebel is God training you. Her main mission is to cause as much chaos in your life as possible. Jezebel equals 70% vicious, 30% love bomb. It's a form of abuse to not know what kind of a bursting you'll wake up with in your home. My people shall be destroyed by lack of knowledge. If you get entangled, the only way out is to get planted in a called church and heal service by service. After years of chaos, one day power will come inside of you and God will guide you to act. The love bomb feels good and it's fake. Love bombs studied you and fake broed you. Fake love bomb broed you, bro. These are the characteristics you must look for in Jezebel for your protection. Vain beauty on the outside, nothing in the soul. She always is obsessed with the outside appearance of things. She's beautiful on the outside, not inside. They know exactly what type of desire you like, and Satan sends vain beauty. She will spend every ounce of energy and money to increase her outside appearance. They use your own hormones against you by obsessing how they look. You can be trapped by the attractiveness. On the inside, she is full of dead bones. The person you choose needs to have inner beauty. They need to act like God. If you choose out of being beauty, you will get entangled by Jezebel. This is never random. God measures your beauty and audits your heart. True beauty in the eyes of God radiates inward and outward, but God always knows and guides is to look inside because that's where the beauty lies. Jezebel will steal your identity. She will steal your hobbies, joy, money, children. You will be left with nothing by and causing non-stop chaos. Your inward appearance is what profits you. You are not a destructive chaotic supermodel lust not in the beauty of your heart do not fall for the vain beauty this is a warning jezebel uses vain beauty she is a very greedy spirit there is a never-ending greed under jezebel this puts extreme pressure on you jezebel is non-rational and she will manipulate you for more and make you pity then you are manipulating them you need to understand this is the work of satan they will expect you to spend all their hard-earned money on them. If you don't, you will be punished. A godly woman is hard-working. She takes care of the home and she is forgiving. She is to be valued more than rubies and diamonds. Lord, please give us wide, wise decision-making when making godly relationships. The end. So I'll just settle here. Um, if you want to get a private teaching I did, my first service on Jezebel, send me an email, uh, e email me money, 80 bucks, and I'll send you the teaching. The Google Classroom is live, people are completing tasks, uh, things are moving forward, and so we just want to pray and acknowledge Holy Spirit, say thank you for this audience, thank you for this technology to share this word with you, and thank you for investing me in every one of us, God, you are so glorious, you are so powerful. Have a great day. In the name of Jesus Christ, I love you. Amen.